everyone and welcome back to Ladies Corner. I am so happy to have you listening to this podcast again after a very, very long time. I know and I apologize for it. But as you may have noticed, following your suggestions, this episode will be fully in English and as I promised, this would still be a trilingual podcast in order for everyone to be able to listen, relate and understand the content. So today's topic is something I've been working on for a very, very long time. In fact, it is the reason why I've been taking a long break from this podcast. (laughs) So today we'll explore the realm of feminine energy and how to tap into it. So, oh my god, I'm self-aware now, like I say so, so many times, but never mind. We humans are all born with a certain balance of masculine and feminine energy, right? But depending on the sex and circumstances. Okay, let me further explain. Women are more inclined to be more feminine and men more masculine. But our focus today will be on women because I don't want to talk about something I know so little about, you know, men. So this episode will give more of an insight on what it means to be in your feminine energy Is it something, is it the same as being feminine and what tips will make it easy for you to incorporate this energy into your daily life? First of all, let's start by defining feminine energy. Basically, feminine energy refers to a specific set of traits that are considered to be the opposite of traits associated with masculine energy. In contrast, your masculine side gets expressed when you're working towards a goal, making progress, getting things done, and pushing forward. That's why it is necessary to understand that you can't let go of one side of yourself to accomplish the other. Like, both the masculine and feminine uh, you must be present. But the thing here is... It depends on the situation, really. In some situations, you need your feminine energy to resurface. Lean back, take a deep breath, receive, you know, all the drill. And in others, your masculine energy should dominate to achieve, well, achieve success, for example, because we live in a very capitalistic world, you know. Being in your feminine energy is not an easy thing to do because people think we females are so like we want to compete so much and we want to fight the men and everything but it's just has to do with the fact that we as humans we love being in control like whether we females or males we all love controlling things and stay taking control actively unfortunately, is being connected to being in your masculine energy. So um, maybe balance is key. Just just balance it out. Like you don't have to be in control for your whole life and you don't want to like sit back and lean back all your life. You know, 
just balance it out. So now that we know what feminine energy is, let's look at why some of us seem to preserve it and live by it and others don't. The majority of cultures nowadays, they fancy masculine energy. Since it's often about like progress, moving forward, it tends to be valued more than feminine energy. And this creates a feeling of being off balance uh, both individually and culturally. But hear me out, okay? Sometimes I think masculine energy helps us achieve our career goals, for example. It creates this sense of competition in a good way, of course. We don't talk about toxic competition here. Um, when we overvalue masculinity, mas I can't speak. When we overvalue masculinity, we spend most of our time working and very little time resting, taking vacations, spontaneously connecting with others, for instance. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I'm not pushing the lazy agenda here. I am simply telling you that both energies could coexist in a healthy way. Being in your feminine energy, it makes you connect with nature and creativity. You know, in short, you become more compassionate, kind, patient, emotional. It's all about embracing your intuition. Feminine energy is fluid and free. And it's all about receiving and that's it. In, 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 you know, in, in short, because there's a lot to it than that. But do you know, <laughs> do you actually know what used to scare me? And still does to this day, to be honest. It's how we as females are being taught to discard our own values and principles to live within the overly masculine world of today. But... You know, we tend to forget that we are relational creatures. The ability to harmonize with others, collaborate, and effectively communicate is, is just as important to success. And success is not just defined as climbing the ladder at work or acquiring more material goods. Success is also about having satisfying, amicable relationships, having a sense of stability, um, just being in harmony with yourself, you know. And trust me, people will tell you that you lack ambition, you're just lazy, you don't want to be independent and rich and accomplished. Yes, but I also want to live freely and without the stress that causes me PCOS and hormonal imbalances. Thank you. To understand more about how we're different from the male gender, I suggest you read this book. Men are from Mars and Women are from Venus by John Gray. I will put the link down below to, to the book so you can all discover it if you want to. It's a really good book to understand our differences and how we think um, and how we're different uh, from the other gender. So if it if this interests you, go ahead and check it out. 
Moving on from be from the feminine energy. Now, what is being feminine? This is a whole other deal. It's all about appearance and how you hold yourself as a female. Um, for example, you always smell good, you wear jewelry and stuff, and you know the drill. I remember when I was growing up, <laughs> let's get personal here. I remember my father always told me that I should um, just be smart and work hard. According to him, I have all the time in the world to be beautiful. He always said that work hard now because one day you'll be able to be the woman you want. And to be honest, I think he's kind of got the point. Um, especially because, you know, I wasn't conventionally pretty. I had a lot of face and body hair, which made bullies come my way. Like, I attracted them like bees to honey, uh, to, to flowers. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, now that I'm 24, I think I understand what my father meant. He meant that in order to be at peace and in my receiving energy when I'm way older or like when I'm in my late 20s, early 30s, I need to struggle a bit to ensure a safe and calm future because you can't be in your feminine energy if you're like in a tumultuous environment. And as I was sitting one day with a friend, shout out to you, um, this friend really inspires me she's so much younger than me but she's like so feminine and I was like well how does she do it like can I one day speak softly move slowly sit back and relax and not have to rush and walk fast without the without like a clear destination in mind somehow I felt redirected towards TikTok <laughs> For a reason, I clicked on the app. The first video that popped up was a coach talking about feminine energy. Therefore, here are some tips that I followed and have helped me a lot. Please note that I'm not perfect, not at all, and that, it, that this list is not exhaustive. So the first thing or the first tip is embracing your creativity. One day I woke up and I was like, I wanted to paint. So I bought all the materials like canvas uh, and paint. And I started what's now a beautiful painting where, where, all, where I'm hanging all my Polaroid pictures and like souvenirs. Um, writing poetry by the river or in a park also helped me to unleash the feminine energy I had inside of me and that was kept inside for so long. <laughs> so when you're in survival mode, sometimes taking a step back and trusting your emotions is not evident. Therefore, doing these two activities helped me reconnect with my emotions, empathy and so on. Which brings me to my second point, connecting with nature. When I realized that I needed to be in my feminine era, um, I found myself craving greenery in my life. <laughs> I started enjoying picnics, and going to the park, going for hikes too. You know, it might sound 
crazy to you, but somehow you feel recharged. Trust me. I don't know about you, but I'm like a big believer in the afterlife and heaven and hell. And I believe that somehow we crave going back to nature because that is how heaven would be. Mm, yeah. Anyways, this is a way to embrace your sensuality too. Being sensual means enjoying gratification through your senses. Become one with nature and revel in how good the sun feels on your skin, for example. Take, take in the beauty of the greenery and just enjoy the smell of fresh flowers as you walk through the park, for example. You know, all of that, it really make, makes you feel good about yourself. I really, I never thought a walk in the park would make me happy until I until I walked through a park and now I cannot live without it like I really need to see green trees um like a field full of flowers to be happy it's it's a problem (laughs) my the third point I want to touch upon is reflecting reflecting on yourself your experiences the things that you like and others that you dislike, for example. Reflect on your childhood, the traumatic events that happened to you, and try healing them one by one. Sometimes you should go back and talk to to the little you, you know, the child inside of you, the inner child. I remember before I even knew all about feminine energy, I just came from my trip to Germany, and it's like, I don't know, it's opened my eyes to a new world where I knew that I wasn't doing well. I was just living by while my youth and my time were slipping away. Um, hence, all my traumas came to the surface, literally. Like, at some point, it really became hard to manage. So I decided to do what I do best. Uh, I started to write about it and without noticing things that once hurt me, they didn't anymore. Um, I'm at peace with them, like not entirely. I'm not trying to paint the sky pink. It's a Barbie joke. Um, But yeah, you know, reflecting connects you with your inner thoughts, feelings and spirituality. Trust me, trust me, the latter, the latter, like spirituality it helps a lot in this process. My fourth point or tip is to be emotionally connected. Hone your emotional expression. While men lean more towards logic, the feminine is expressed through emotions. We all have emotional selves, but many of us haven't been taught to understand our feelings. How do we do that? Well, by understanding emotional intelligence, really. We talked about the importance of of it in the first episode, but it was in, well, Okay, a quick recap. Because that episode was in Darija, which is Moroccan dialect, uh, I would uh, give you a small recap. In short, 
Um, emotional intel intelligence is the ability to become aware of and regulate your own emotions while also being empathic and uh, being aware of the emotions and reactions of those around you. So understand yourself, understanding yourself will make you reach your feminine energy easier. And that's how, like, if you have noticed, all the tips that I'm giving you are like interconnected. So you can't do one without the other, really. The fifth point is that we're programmed to receive. It is not easy for us women to accept receiving anything in our lives. My dad always told me something. If someone gives you something, decline. Because they're always waiting for something in return. And that is true. Like, I've learned that lesson the hard way. But the kind of receiving I'm talking about here is accepting the energy to sit back and accept compliments, for example. When someone holds the door for you, you accept it. I really struggled with this one because I always associate this with being like a diva. But it's, it's necessary to let people or men know that you're a queen, basically. <laughs> it sounds cliche, but it's true. They should work hard for us. And in return, we, we, we should give the bare minimum. Because men like the chase, they're programmed like this, and we're not falling into the trap of the equality propaganda here. Okay? Got it? Okay, moving on. The final and the sixth and final point is practice self-love and love others around you. Okay, so if you know me, I am a strong advocate of the following saying. In order to love someone else, you should love yourself first. Accepting yourself with flaws and all, a reference to Beyoncé's song, um, is key. You're built the way you are. You were beautifully created and crafted by the Creator, and I believe that the Creator, God, is not ugly, and therefore, He wouldn't make us ugly, you know. I mean, sometimes we just have to, like, take a step back and look around, at the nature, for example, animals, they're all distinctly beautiful. So learn how to love your insecurities, work on your internal self-dialogue like I had the most toxic self-dialogue. And oh my god, oh my god was I sad. I was so sad and negative. Like, I could look at myself in the mirror and I was, like, very, very slim. Like, now I'm, like, slightly overweight. Like, my ideal weight would be 65 kilograms. And now I'm, like, in 74 or 5. And I don't care because, like, now I'm in my healthy state, even though my doctor would um, not agree. But I don't care. Like, I'm working towards... The, my ideal weight in a healthy way without like looking at myself in the mirror and like trying to cut some parts of me to fit in the image we don't do that it's 2023 
Come on. Um, with the with a positive self dialogue, you try you tr you you attract positive energy in your life. And stop competing with everyone around you, because between us we can't keep up. <laughs> Really, we can't keep up. Like, there's always some new procedures. There's always some new products on the market that if you, if you like, put it on your face, you'd become this Bella Hadid uh, lookalike or something. No, we don't want. We don't want to look all the same. Instead, we can highlight what makes us different, both physically and personality-wise. And that way, we won't have to compete for male attention because we might think we're not, but deep down, girls amongst themselves might hate each other just for the simplest thing that is, who attracts male attention the most? That is very pathetic, but it's also tr true, and we have to accept it and work past it. Um... Okay, oh my god, like, <laughs> I feel like I was too much into it. But that is really, it, it is really futile because there is no competition and that shouldn't be the question at all. Once we know that what is supposed to come our way will eventually come, we won't even try to compete. We, we will embrace our differences, uh, we will, like, help each other, um help each other out, trying to find our different lights, uh, encouraging each other. And it's, it's not easy. It's not like evident. You just have to work on it and believe that you by hating on another female, it won't make you um, more beautiful. It just will make you pathetic. And um, I don't know, like, you, you'll hate yourself more. Trust me. I've seen it around me. I've been there when I was like a teenager, when I really struggled struggled with my my uh, self image. But as soon as I understood the meaning of helping each other out and like putting each other on the on a pedestal, really like a good in a good way, it really opened many doors for me. And now I love all my female friends and female members of the family and I wish nothing but good for them in their lives. It really makes me happy to, to see my friends thriving and being the best versions of themselves. So smile a bit more, be proud of who you are, how far you, ca you came, um, the wars that you've lost and the ones that you've won. Don't look back in sadness, a reference to the song. Um, just embrace the journey and the you you are now. You're beautiful. I love you and see you in the next episode. Bye!